I struggle as a single person with exclusively partnered friends that my top priority when it comes to the relationships in my life are my friends. But for my friends, their top priority is the relationship with their partner. I also want to be somebody's top priority, but that's not often reciprocated and it's hard. We know that friendship is vital to everyone's health and well-being, no matter who you are. But for the single woman, female friendship especially feels like a lifeline without a romantic partner. Single women tend to exclusively turn to friends to be the ones who they lean on for emotional support, for companionship. And as the number of single, specifically never married women, has increased nearly 20% in the past 10 years, there are more women than ever who are buying houses together and raising children together under these platonic bonds. So what is female friendship to the single woman? And how does she stay connected to her friends who go off and become partnered? Well, today we're going to dive in. We'll share seven things that your single friends wish that you knew. So our target audience for today's episode is for partnered women to develop some kind of understanding, perspective, and compassion for friends who are walking in their single season. And married friends, don't worry. Next week, it's your turn. Welcome to the Friend Forward Podcast, powered by BetterFemaleFriendships.com. I'm Danielle Byer-Jackson, a friendship coach, educator, and author of the upcoming book, Fighting for Our Friendships. And it's my job to share the science of women's conflict and connection. So when it comes to the joys, complexities, and misconceptions surrounding these kinds of relationships, I am here to help you through it. So today we're going to look at seven things that your single friends wish that you knew. Before we jump into it, I want to share a little excerpt from a conversation that I had with Megan Ayana who is the founder of Single Girl Club. You can follow her on Instagram at Single Girl Club. You can also find links to her content in the show notes. There are original videos and articles, and this platform even hosts events for single women, and they want to encourage their self-development and to help them be among others who just get it, which can be especially important when you have some friends who, well, don't. Here's a clip from our interview. I think that when I have conversations with my single friends about how difficult like dating or being in a relationship or, you know, trying to find a partner is, they understand because they're on the same boat with me. And so it's easier for me to be open and vulnerable about those things with my single friends. And it can be sometimes difficult to have those conversations with my partner friends because they can't really see what exactly I'm going through because they've maybe been out of the dating game for a while. I mean, it's always great to still get their perspective on things. I think just being amongst other single women that understand what you're going through, that help validate your feelings, and that can really, you know, hold you accountable in ways that that it's necessary. Yeah, that's definitely something I hear a lot. Like if we took like more of an aerial view, just in general, a lot of the conflict or tensions I hear between these two groups, it's about being in different life stages and having different priorities and challenges and looking for somebody who can validate that and understand and offer support. But when we are in different seasons, it becomes harder to do that. We might think we're doing a good job of trying to support but what you need doesn't look like what they're giving. And so something I often hear as a complaint from single friends is that partnered friends sometimes become like an advisor. And they're like, oh, 
here's what you need to do. Here's what worked for me. Or maybe it's kind of like general statements of like, you know, when you stop looking, that's when it happens. Yeah. Oh, God. Like just, you know, so what are some of the unhelpful things that you've heard from partnered friends who are trying to support, but that support is just not hitting? Yeah, it's, oh, when you stop looking, you know, that person's going to just come into your life. And that can be really frustrating for me. And I think other single people too, is that we're told to stop looking, but then also at the same time, we're told to actually get back out there. So that can be something that is, you know, not great to hear from our partnered friends. And I think also what can be frustrating too, is that sometimes our partner friends don't see it from our point of view, our perspective, and not realizing that as a single person operating solo, we have to do a lot of the things on our own, as opposed to a partner person having someone else to help them with those things. Like when you take group trips with partnered people and single people, single people have to pay for all of their expenses solely by themselves, as opposed to a partnered person that gets to split the costs of things. And I get that, especially the financial component too. I know a while ago, there was a video, a social media video that went viral of a young lady who was kind of lamenting the fact that when you are single and hitting certain milestones, they look different than if you're partnered and hitting certain milestones. And then by extension, the expectations we have of friends celebrating us. Oh, absolutely. Single people aren't as celebrated as partnered people are. And when it does come to asking your partner friends to come out and celebrate you or show up for you in certain ways, it's always the excuse of, oh, I can't do this. I have a family or I have this. And that's not to say that, you know, them taking the time to spend with their family is not okay because it is okay, you know? But I'm just saying that I feel like sometimes single people aren't as celebrated as much as partnered people in society. So a quick little listicle of seven things that I often hear from single women as they express certain grievances or tensions they have with partnered friends. I'm going to rattle off seven that I commonly hear, but you know I want you to hit us up on Instagram at friendforward because I know, I know single women, you might be listening and you have others to add to the list and I want to hear it. Okay, so let's quickly jump in. Number one, to our partnered friends out there. Single women would like you to know that you need to be careful of the assumptions that you make about their availability. So if they are not partnered, especially if they're not partnered and child-free, I want you to examine any assumptions you have about her flexibility and her schedule. And again, we might be doing this without even realizing it, right? If you cancel plans on her because your boo wants to do something, okay? Or if you expect that she should drive to your side of town because she probably doesn't have anything going on, or she's probably totally free after work, or she probably... Look at the ways in which you might expect your friends to accommodate your lifestyle and to see if, if we're keeping it real, there's any part of you that believes that your life or preferences should take precedence because you are now partnered. Now, you might not think this way at all, but it's worth wondering hold on a second, let me evaluate assumptions I hold about how I think maybe things should change or how I should be treated differently now that I am in a relationship. Just something to consider, okay? Number two, your single friends are sometimes bothered by you suddenly becoming the wise old sage once you get into a relationship. So you find your partner, you're on cloud nine, and now you have experience and insights that you're excited to share. That makes sense. You've learned things that you want to pass on and you're trying to help your girl, right? Like it's coming from a noble place. But for the single friend, it can get a little irritating, especially if you do this often. So keep this in mind. 
a big part of friendship, especially in women's friendships, where the research shows we value egalitarianism, meaning everyone's equal and on the same page, we really value symmetry. And I kind of unpack the three things that women value in their friendships in my book, tentatively titled Fighting for Our Friendships, which is out in May. Okay. But for now, I want us to keep this in mind. Symmetry is very important for women. And one subset of symmetry is equality, meaning we're equals. We are peers. If you suddenly believe that your relationship status positions you to play the role of advisor or teacher, it could feel disruptive or condescending to a friend who's not necessarily looking for that, especially if y'all were just single girls out in the town two months ago. <laughs> She's going to be looking at you like, girl, stop. Okay. Now, again, some friends might enjoy your advice. They uh, appreciate or admire your direction and things like that. But being mindful of how often we offer unsolicited advice and how often we find ourselves speaking from the position of a person who's got it figured out and that their relationship qualifies them as like a teacher, right? Number three, your single friends want you to know that it might be nice to have some separation between your boo and her. Now, Yes, you guys should be doing things together. You want your friends to see you in partnership, right? Because sometimes they point out our blind spots. The single friend wants to get to know your partner and she wants to make sure that person's loving you well and all that, right? But you also want to have separation. So sometimes girls' night does not include your partner, okay? Because there are certain ways where we feel on, no matter how you know comfortable we are with your partner, but sometimes single friends feel on, right, if he comes along that they have to measure their words or they have to be careful about what they share because what if he looks at her differently or thinks a certain way about your friendship now that he has information on how she feels about things. It can be complicated. Maybe she wants to share something with you confidentially and doesn't want him to hear it. It's just for you. So creating that separation sometimes is important. Together time, important, but making her feel like you're my girl and you and I have something special and it's important to me to maintain this vault that you and I have that is sacred and separate is important for her to have. So you have to ask yourself, could your friend say that they have a secret separate bolt that is just for them, that is exclusive of the partnership that you now hold? So she might recognize your new partnership, your new role, even your newly developed, evolved identity. But in your conversation, are you creating space for her? In your time together, is there space for her? Are you taking the things she shared with you in conversation and going to your partner and sharing them during, you know, pillow talk? Just things to keep in mind. That's all I'm saying. Now, to this end, I want you to find ways to reassure her. If things naturally have changed, you know, how can you call that out? Or if you have less availability or if you feel like, you know, you have to bring him along for whatever reason to a couple excursions, you know, how can you explain that? But just something to think about and reflect on. Are my friends confident that they have a special place for me that exists only for them? Or are you now a package deal all of the time? Something to consider. Okay. And the fourth point is this. Your single friends want you to know that they are more than their singlehood. An extension of this, they want you to know you are more than your partnership. So if you're only talking to her about being single or when you ask about the updates in her life and you're only asking about her dating and relationships, are you still asking about work? Are you asking about her goals and ambitions? Are you asking her about her travel plans? Okay. So those are things to keep in mind. And she also wants you to know that you are more than your partnership. So you are more than being a girlfriend or a wife. So if all of your conversation now concerns, you know, your boo and things like that, remember the other aspects of your identity and don't get lost when you get hitched. All right. Number five, your friend needs you to celebrate her milestones. 
specifically the ones that don't center around being partnered? What are other wins your friend has had? Positive, exciting things in her life that maybe you're not looking at because our culture just generally doesn't seem to offer the same reverence to singlehood as it does to partnership. So we might have to train our mind to like look out for those things. Did she get a new pet? Did she get a promotion? Did she get a new apartment? I mean, like, what are the things that we can celebrate that don't have to center around a partner? Something to consider. Number six, they would love for you to check in. Sometimes I have seen single friends who tell me that they, for noble reasons, are withdrawing, especially if you're getting married specifically. They feel like they don't want to encroach on your space or they're trying to be respectful of your space, so they pull back. They need you sometimes to call them in still, make them a part of things, let them know they are top of mind. So asking yourself, how am I doing that? How am I keeping that up? Okay. And then finally, number seven, your single friends want you to know they are happy for you. They're happy for you to see you be so content in your new partnership, to watch you be loved on by somebody else who sees how deserving you are and how lovable you are is something that brings genuine excitement to your single friend's lives. So if there's any part of you that feels like you need to downplay it, minimize it because you don't want to make her uncomfortable, your true friends are so delighted to see you in this season of partnership and to see the joy that brings you, okay? So with that being said, as your new official friendship coach, here's your homework. Listen closely. Partnered friends, I want you to think about how things have changed on your end in your friendship since you've been partnered. Then I want you to think about things that may have changed for your friend since you've been partnered with regard to the topics of y'all's conversation, the frequency of your hangouts. How can you mediate that gap? How can you have conversations to acknowledge the newness of this dynamic and express and assure you're important to me. You know, my schedule is different now with, you know, his work schedule, but it's important to me that we keep our Friday morning FaceTime or whatever it is. That would be one example. Consider the ways that you can close the gap between any separation that may have surfaced during these changing dynamics. Now, next week, we're going to talk about the things you would like your single friends to know. So before we put this out there, if you have things you want us to include, hit us up anytime on Instagram at friendforward or 24-7 at betterfemalefriendships.com. Until then, you know that I'll be right here rooting for you always on your ongoing journey toward better female friendships. Until next time.